Hi, beautiful, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back, everyone, to Mondays with Maddie. I am just super excited to be here. When I tell you, girl, making this podcast today has not been an easy task. When I tell you, like, no, Satan, and I'm going to stop him right there. Like, no, Satan, you cannot have this podcast. No, Satan, you cannot have my voice. No, Satan, you cannot have me. Like, absolutely not. When I tell you, the closer you get to God, do not expect that it's going to be this fairy tale. (laughs) Do not expect that it's going to be the, you know, Satan rolling out the red carpet and saying, you know, you're free to go, beloved. Like, no, expect that you're going to have to put up a fight. Expect that you're going to have to stand your ground. Expect that you're going to have to call out the demons and say, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You cannot have my family. You cannot have my job. You cannot have my money. You cannot have my mind. You cannot have what God has destined for greatness. You cannot have what God has said that is his. You cannot have the journey. You cannot have it, Satan. Some of you guys need to get bold and stand bold and say, absolutely not. Some of you guys get so tired and so distracted and so quick to give up that you won't stand up. But I am declaring that right now you stand up in the name of Jesus. That you say, no, absolutely not. Like I tried and and I'm going to give up. No, get up, sis. Get up, get up, get up. We are not in the time to be playing around. Like, no, well, this is not a play. This is not an act. Like, yes, we are daughters of a king. Like, man, expect him to show up in your life. Expect him to back up his name, right? That he's not going to put you to shame. So because he's not going to put you to shame, his name is not going to fall. Okay. And because you're the daughter of who? Of a king. Girl, you better expect him to show up in your life. All right, Lord, (laughs) let's get started. Wow. Okay. So that wasn't, that wasn't even part of the notes, but that, that was, wow. Okay, Lord. So before we get started, go ahead and grab your favorite mug, your cup, your energy drink, your, I don't know, your coffee, your girl has dream, believe, achieve. And when I tell you like, I just already feel the presence of the Lord and I'm so excited to talk today, but, um, I have my honey and lemon with my lemon slices gifted to me by my bestie. She literally dehydrated these lemons, uh, and I'm having them in my tea right now. So if you follow me on IG, then you saw what my mug looks like and all that cuteness. So if you don't follow me on IG, go head over to life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore. So before we dive in deeper, let me get the announcements out of the way. Um, I just released my black and white collection on Wednesday. So if you have not checked that out, go ahead and make your way over to, well, after this podcast, right? www.lasemministries.com or www.lasempodcast.com and you can go check out the latest release of our black and white collection. I'm super excited because I have some amazing shirts on there and I have one specific shirt that's 
until like like I don't know for how long <laughs> I don't want to say too much the Lord literally like just stopped me so so yeah so go check that out go let me know what you think I'm super excited um but let's get started so really quick this week has been amazing. Yesterday was Pentecost Sunday. And when I tell you, he literally took me back to a place where I once was drunk, you know, where I once was hanging out with a different group of people. And yesterday at this place was the uh, baseball field where the Yankees do their spring training here in Tampa. So I was able to be there under like a completely new life, right? Truly just like in all of what God is doing, I was able to witness one of my friends, one of my sisters in Christ, a kingdom connection, a kingdom friendship, like see this woman of God get baptized yesterday. And I am in awe. Like I'm telling you, pray for the kingdom friendships, pray for the kingdom connections, pray that God is going to Expect that God is going to do it. Expect that he's going to bring in the right people. Expect that God's going to remove the wrong people and add the people of value in your life. So I was able to see her get baptized yesterday. And I was able to be in this stadium filled with other believers, all different churches, all different races, all different nationalities, all different everything. And just to be in one place. I can't I can even say under one roof because we were, <laughs> it was the, the stadium was open, um, you know, so there was no roof on top, but it was the covering of the Lord, right? Under, um, under the sky, under the heaven. So that's just beautiful. Amen. But just to see all these people worshiping and just to feel the presence of the Lord, see my friend get baptized, see other people getting baptized. They, they just had different stations there. They just, and all they, they even, um, sounded the, the shofar. And I was just like blown away. Cause to be honest, like that was the first time like ever, like in a church setting, I guess was when I heard that, you know, and I was just in awe that like, these are the things that, that Jesus talked about. Like, and I, and if you follow me on my socials and you know that I've posted before, and if you're close to me, then you know that I said before, like, we're not in this time. We're not in the time to be playing Christian. We're not in the time to be playing the cute church service. Like we need to get to the nitty gritty and like, it's either you're all in or you're all out. <laughs> like there's one or the other. There's no time for no lukewarmness. And I'm, and I love you, but who would I be? And what would I be if I didn't, you know, literally say the truth, right? So I'm going to speak the truth. But anyway, so I just to see the move of God, letting the Holy Spirit flow, not stopping the Holy Spirit, just literally worshiping and praying like my goodness. Like I think about that and like what the Bible says and just everything like that happened yesterday. I'm in awe. But I want to give you guys a little bit of recap of my week. And the reason why I love giving you guys a recap of my week because I feel like you guys are my family, like my sisters, like my bestie, like someone who I can talk to. And just like when I pick up the phone and talk to my friend and tell her, hey, this is what's going on in my week. That's what I like doing with you guys. So 
on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday last week um, was VBX, and I volunteered. And to be part of the children and seeing them, how on fire they were for God, and also worshiping the Lord, and just like, I, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. On Thursday, Aiden was on Thursday morning. We were here um, having breakfast and getting ready and all that good stuff. And Aiden was like, man, mom, I really want to win one of those prizes because they were giving away stuff, like really cool gifts, you know, they were giving away. And Aiden was like, man, I really want to be one of the people who win. And I asked Aiden, I was like, do you know the big word, which is their verse that they um, were... uh, going over, I guess, for the three days, you know, which was Psalms 37, four. And it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I said, Aiden, if you know what the verse is and you know what the verse means, I was like, you have not because you asked not. I was like, have you asked God to win? Or are you just telling mommy, you know, have you asked God? Like, have you prayed to God? And he was like, I'm going to pray mom. So he literally prayed and he started off his prayer. He's so cute. He started off his prayer. He was like, Lord, I'm so thankful for everything in my life, but I really want to win. He's like, if I don't win, let my brother's name be called, you know, like he just wanted one of them to win. And so that night he won. Aiden's name got picked to go to Orlando for this Crayola experience. So Aiden won that. Not only that, but Adrian's team won. So, cause they had them split up. So K through first, second and third, fourth and fifth. So I was in Aiden's crew and Aiden looked back at me just like with this awe, like his eyes were literally so big, just in awe of what God just did in his life. And I was able to stand in the back, back line, you know, in the back of scenes, uh, to see that moment happen. And when I tell you, like, can you be expecting that God is going to move? Can you, that the prayers that you pray, God will bring to fruition. God will make it happen. Can you believe for a second, sis? Can you have that childlike faith and say, man, God, I prayed that prayer and no, you did not move like this, but I believe that when your time is right, that you're going to move like this. And it may feel slow to me, but God, I trust that your timing is better, that your timing is perfect, that your timing is just the the right moment that I need it. Even when I wanted it yesterday, you're going to do it when you say, and I trust you. Can some of you say that right now? Can some of you say, God, I trust you that even though the prayer wasn't answered exactly how I wanted and when I wanted to, it's still good because it comes from you, God. Some of you need to get that, like understand that part. That it comes from God, so be thankful. It comes from God, so it's good. It comes from God, so it's on time. It's not delayed. It's not delayed. You're not behind. It's right on time. Can you expect that God is going to do it? Can you expect and believe that God is a good father and he's not going to let you fail? That you may feel like a failure, but those are lies straight from the pit of hell, sis. Just call out the demon like we did earlier today. Call out, like early on in this podcast, call it out and say, no, you cannot have my family. No, you cannot have my thoughts. No, you cannot have my children. No, you cannot have my marriage. No, you can't. I am a daughter of a king, the king. And I will trust him. And I will come and I will wait patiently and I will wait on him to move. I wanted to give you the definition of expect it. And this is having or showing an excited 
feeling that something is about to happen, especially something pleasant and interesting. I want to pause right there in that moment. Sis, how has your waiting been? Have you been cursing the walk that God has placed you on? Have you been cursing your family? Have you been cursing the desires? Have you been cursing your business? Have you been cursing your dreams? Have you been cursing it? Have you been waiting with agony? Have you been waiting like you're, you know, like with this, ugh? Have you been waiting like that? How has your posture been? How has your posture been waiting on God to move? When you're praying these prayers, are you like uh, believing for a miracle? Whatever the miracle is, maybe it's a financial miracle. Maybe it's, you know, a husband miracle. I don't know. Maybe it's for your husband to know the Lord. Maybe it's a children miracle. Maybe it's a, you know, you want to get pregnant miracle. I don't know. What is the miracle? That promotion. Let's talk about promotion. Let's say you're waiting for God to move in your job and you filled up this application. Are your prayers like, man, God, this is like the 10th application. Can you just do it already? Or are you joyfully saying, God, this is the 10th application, but I trust you, Lord, because you, you protected me from those other nine. You denied me for those other nine, but this is number 10 and I believe that you're going to show up. I might have got denied before, but that was your protection. Let's switch our perspective. Let's change the way that we're thinking about these things. Let's get into position. When you're standing your ground and you're declaring like, man, God, um, I, I trust you. Are you standing boldly? Are you standing boldly? Can you stand with confidence? I pray right now that your confidence gets renewed, that your strength gets renewed, that this boldness arises from you. That the boldness arises from you today. Can you believe he will move like never before? That if he did it before, he can do it again. That it'll be better this time. That the testimony is going to be bigger. That the testimony is going to be better. That no matter how small the blessing is in our eyes, like man, it's still a blessing from God. Sis, don't look to the right, don't look to the left. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and keep your eyes focused on God. And don't compare yourself. Well, man, my car, man, it's a 2017 and they got a 2022. Like, who cares? Did God not give you that car? Did God not do that thing? He gave you that blessing. He gave you that thing. Can we can we not compare ourselves for a moment? And look at the reels at everybody else's social media life and and world and all these things and just focus and stay in our own lane and say, God, I believe that if you did it for them, you could do it for me. Switch your your perspective and how you say it. I know it's hard to believe that God will do it. I get it. I've been there. I go through moments. I'm not perfect. Like Maddie is not perfect whatsoever. But I'll tell you what, I will surrender to the will of God. I will check myself. I'll be, I tell my husband in heaven, check my heart right now because your daughter (laughs) is feeling some type of way about this. Check me, Lord. 
I know we cannot comprehend like he can do it. But we have to remember that God does not fit in this like tiny little box. That lie is straight from the pit of hell. Like God, man, like he is the creator of all things and all things were created through him. He's the creator of everything. He created you. He knit you together in your mother's womb. Can you not expect that the same God who showed up before will show up again? One of the verses that I wanted to read to you is Proverbs 10, 24. And this is from the Passion Translation. It says, the lawless are haunted by their fears and what they dread will come upon them. But the longings of the lovers of God will all be fulfilled. The lawless are haunted. Haunted. So those who don't know the Lord, that them out there in the streets, like remember, you were, we were, we were all once there before, right? We were there. Maybe you're still there, and that's okay, you know. But it says the lawless are haunted by their fears. Do not let the fear that Satan tries to bring on you, saying, "Well, you don't have enough." Well, this bill is due next week. Well, he left you before, so he's gonna leave you again. Those fears will come upon you. What they dread will come upon them. Why? Because they haven't surrendered it to God. Can you trust him? Can you trust him? Because it says, but the longings of the lovers of God will be fulfilled. What are the desires of your heart? What are the things that God has placed in your heart? What is that dream? What is that business? What is that family? What is that thing that God has placed in your heart? Can you believe? What are those prayers that are that you're praying? The love, the longings of the lovers of God will be fulfilled. It says, will all be fulfilled, excuse me. The lawless are haunted. So meaning for me, when I read that, those who aren't in alignment with what God is doing, whether you're living in the streets, whether you, whether, and not like physically homeless, but I'm talking about in the streets, partying, all that stuff. The lawless are haunted by their fears. So let me tell you, when Maddie was out in them streets and doing all these things and all whatever, like there was very much a fear of not having enough, not doing this, not doing that. But when I tell you, when God has told me to jump and the finances have not been in order, you know, because I'm like literally stretching my faith because I'm telling you, like, I want God to do big. So <laughs> the, the testing has been big. The fear, it's not even fear like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough. I'm like, Lord, you said to do this. So I believe you're going to show up. So the fear doesn't come up, come up on me. When five years ago, four years ago, there was this like literally gripping fear. Like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't drive here. I can't go there. I can't do this. Oh my God, oh my God. I don't want to, like, it was like, it was sickening because it would make me sick, the fear. So when I think about that, when it says the lawless are haunted by their fears, I literally could not sleep at night sometimes. And let, let me tell you, thank you, Lord, for bringing this to my, to my memory. The fear used to be so big that when Maddie was up in them streets, the way that I would get over the fear was going out and having sex with somebody. Like super transparent moment. Because when I was in the moment, you know, having sex, sleeping around, whatever, 
I would not be thinking of anything. So I would forget everything. Just like when somebody goes out drinking, it's the same thing. My advice wasn't drinking. My advice was having sex and, and being out in the streets and being that person. Right. So just like when you're addicted to drugs or addicted to, to alcohol, whatever it is that you go have that release from, I'm telling you, this is how Satan works. And this is why this verse like literally stood out to me. The lawless are haunted by their fears. So I was literally gripped by fear, which then would have me go have sex, which then lead me into sin. And I would be in the cycle with Satan cycle cycle and cycle and what they dread will come upon them. I wasn't surrendering to God. I wasn't trusting him. I wasn't getting in position and posturing myself and standing my ground and saying, no, you know what? I trust you, God. I wasn't doing that five years ago. I was going, getting into sin. And then what? The cycle was repeating himself. So guess what? The things didn't turn out well. And I think, yes, by the grace of God, don't get me wrong. Listen to me clearly. By the grace of God, he did do some miracles. He did. He did. God did show up because I do believe that God has such this caring, loving, and shows mercy and grace for us. But we also have to be like mindful. Like just because we know we have that grace and and mercy from him, like think that he's a genie. Like God doesn't work like that. You know, I think that also we, again, have to be mindful. So there was those times that Maddie was living in her own world sleeping, sleeping around, doing her own thing. And the fear literally was gripping me to turn into sin. What is that fear that is gripping you right now? That's turning to sin. Maybe it's not sleeping around, right? But now you're acting in fear, right? The lawless are haunted by their fear. So what is that thing? What is that thing that's now haunting you Oh my gosh, this person is going to do this. And oh my gosh, I was fired from my job before. And oh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, what is that thing that the lawless are haunted by their fear? What they dread will come up on them. Meaning, what they dread. I I didn't want to be left by these men, right? They were still leaving me. (laughs) They were still leaving me because they didn't love me. They just wanted to have a good time and be gone. So that was happening. I'm telling you expecting the Lord's going to bring my husband. I'm not sleeping around, please. I'm not doing that. That's the old Maddie. Maddie is staying focused on the Lord. And let me tell you, as I walk with the Lord and you know, whoever God has as my husband, as he's walking with the Lord, that's not even going to be an issue because where's our focus going to be on God? You know what I'm saying? So what's going to come about that? marriage. Are we following here? Are we following? Are we following? Okay. But the longings of the lovers of God will all be fulfilled. But the longings of the lovers of God will all be fulfilled. What is that thing that you're praying to God and saying, God, listen, I'm a little bit scared. Not this fear. But like, I'm just a little bit, I, I see the numbers and math ain't math and, but I trust you. God, I'm single. I am single and I believe that you're going to bring me my husband one day. Where is he? I don't know, but you do know. And I trust you. And in this season of waiting, I'm going to trust you. 
Every failed relationship had a purpose. Every guy who didn't call me back has a purpose. Everything had a purpose. And I trust you, God. I I believe that one day you're going to fulfill that desire in my heart because that desire wasn't placed by my own. You put the desire in my heart, God. And I believe that at the right time, at the right time, you're going to make it all possible. You're going to make it all happen. How are we standing? How are we posturing ourselves? Let me tell you, five years ago, four years ago, man, maybe three years ago, it was like this idea, like, I need, where's my husband? <laughs> where's my husband? I want to have sex. Where's my husband? Right? Can we be honest? Like, girl talk here. Can we really be honest? Can I be transparent with y'all? Like, these were thoughts that were happening in my mind. And it was like the more that I thought about it, the 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 further away that it seemed, the more um, jokers I was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Now Maddie's like, nope, slice slice it. And it's like I truly believe that it's a hedge of protection because I I literally surrendered that three years ago, and I was just like, God, like, no, I want what you want for me. I didn't think that I was going to be here single six years now. I didn't, I didn't think that. And that's okay because in these six years, man, the things that God has done in my life, I could only give him glory. The people that he's added, the people that he's removed, the people that he's called to bless me, the people that he's called to pray for me. And you know, the people that I've blessed, the people that I prayed for all these things, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man, God is so good. Like last week I talked about, you know, our faithfulness to him, right? But how is our posture as we're expecting him to move? How's our attitude expecting him to move? How's our hearts? Have a heart check. Yesterday, literally, um, I can't remember exactly what had happened, but I was like, God, check, check my heart right now. Cause th- that feeling don't feel right. So check my heart. It was on my way. Um, when I was leaving my home to go into work and I had to stop and pick up something anyways, long story short, something had happened. I don't remember what exactly was said, but I was like, Ooh, Ooh, check, check me, check me, D- clean any unpureness in my heart. God, because of my heart, I want my heart to be tor- turned to you. I want my thoughts to be turned to you. I want my thoughts to glorify you. And again, like we are not perfect. Again, we will fail. Again, we are humans. Again, we will make mistakes. Again, we it, it'll happen. And I am not that Christian who's going to be here and sound like my life has been just so righteous and I'm so holy and I'm so perfect. And look how good God is in my life. And I am, I don't have any wrongdoings. <laughs> you know, I'm so good and everything's good and everything's perfect. And I don't have these doubts. No, we do. But you know what the difference is? That now when that little thought comes into my mind, I go directly to God. Not to go sleep around, not to go gossip, not to, you know, I don't know, go drinking, whatever. Now it's going directly to my husband in heaven and saying, God, what is this feeling like? Clean this unpureness. 
God, I'm stepping out on faith and, and doing this. Meet me. Meet me here, Lord. Be expecting that God's going to move. Be expecting like he, like we know what his word says. We know that what Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he's going to give us a hope and a future. Can you expect that? Can you expect that God's actually going to work? Can you expect that he's actually going to show up as I have my Bible in front of me? Let me go directly to the source to read it exactly how it is. Because you guys know I'll be giving you the Maddie translation. So... It says, for I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being, not for disaster, to give you a future and hope. You will call to me and come to, and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Like, do you know, that's what his word says, that we, that we can go to him, pray to him, and he will listen. Like, he's already telling us. Like, he told us he has a hope, a future, everything planned out for us. But what do we have to do? Like, he told us first. Like, this is what I have for you. This is what you need to do. And it says, you will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. He's saying it right there. I will listen to you. So I want to tear down the lie right now, straight from the pit of hell that's saying, God does not listen to your prayers. God is not listening to you. God did not do this prayer, so he's not going to do it. God's not going to do it. Those are lies straight from the pit of hell. Sister, do you hear me? Those are lies straight from the pit of hell. God listens to your prayers. God listens to your prayers. He told us. He told us. For I know the plans. He knows the plans I have for you. This isn't, my Bible doesn't say, you know, for the pretty girls in the back, for the tall men with the abs, this is the plan that I have for you. No, no. He says, for I have the plans for you. This is the Lord's declaration for all of us. Doesn't matter our, our upbringing. Doesn't matter how much sin we're in. Doesn't matter how many times we failed and come back to God. How many times we failed and gotten up. How many times we failed, got lost in the world and came back. It does, man, it doesn't matter if our parents abandoned us or not. Doesn't matter if you have kids or not. Doesn't matter if you're young or old. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration. Plans for your well-being. I know that sometimes you can feel like you're in the mess, but that's just part of your testimony, sis. Can you expect that the days ahead of you are going to get better? Can you expect that your finances are going to look better? Can you expect that the job is going to be better, that you're not going to be in the same position this time next year? Man, this time three months from now, six months from now. Can you expect that you serve a God who is so caring, so loving, so, can show and extend so much grace and mercy to us that even when we miss it, that he says, I love you so much that I still have a plan for you, for your well-being. That 
even when we get ourselves into messes, that's, that's not his plan for us. It says it, not for disaster. He doesn't want us, us living in the streets. He didn't want to see Maddie out sleeping around with different men. He didn't have that plan for me. He didn't. Even when I made my own mess, he still rescued me. Because what? He had a plan for me when he knit me together in my mother's womb. For my well-being, not for disaster. He wants to give me a future. He wants to give you a future and a hope. So he tells us all these things, right? And it says, you will call to me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. God is listening to your cries. God is listening to your prayers. God is listening to your joy. God is listening to your sadness. God is listening to your anger. God is listening. Even when you don't want to pray, God is listening. Even when you want to quit, even when you want to walk out because the pressure is too big. God is listening. It says you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So hear this. You will seek me and find me when you search me, when you search for me with all your heart. How's your posture? How is your posture right now? How are you expecting God to move? Can you give him those 20 minutes that you scroll on social media? Can you open up your word and say, God, I'm here. Speak to me. Instead of scrolling for social media for 20 minutes, can you put on that radio? Oh, that worship music, excuse me. Or when you're driving. Instead of listening to what the news is saying, can you turn on that worship music and worship your way to wherever it is that you're driving to? Can you, can you worship? Listen, when you worship, when you sing and you're not listening to, um, secular music, right? That that's a slap in Satan's face. I just want to let you know why, because Satan is behind the music. That was his gift, singing, singing. So when you're literally turning off the secular music and putting on the worship music, it's like, I I just, the way that I picture it, it's like piercing his ears. Like he hates, he hates when you sing. He hates it. Because the music is his thing and he had that gift. So when you worship and you're saying, God, I trust you. God, I believe in you. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Right? We're slapping Satan up. We're slapping him up. We're slapping him up. It says, when you search for me with all your heart, I will be found I will be found by you. This is the Lord's declaration. And it says, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and places 
where I banished you. This is the Lord's decoration. I will restore you to the place from which I deported you. Where have you felt like, man, God, you're not here. You're not here. You left me. Look at this mess. I'm living here in this mess with these people. I have roommates. I can't stand them. I should be by myself. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Can you trust that this is all part of the testimony? Can you trust that God has a plan way bigger than you can even understand that God is literally going to use where you feel is your pit. God will literally use that for your testimony. Let me tell you, Satan could have kept bringing on shame and shame and shame to me. Like you don't have a voice. You don't know every Bible verse. You were sleeping around. You were doing this. No, let me tell you, that's a testimony. I was sleeping around, but God. Don't be like me, sis. <laughs> don't be like Maddie. Don't be like Maddie. Don't do it. Stay single. Stay single. You don't need to call him back. You don't need to be on Bumble. Listen, I don't know who this is for, but delete that Bumble. Delete the Tinder. Delete whatever little apps. Those apps, nothing. They're not good. They're not good. Don't, don't, you know what? Don't let, listen, listen, I love you, sis. If the Lord told you to go on there, fine. But if you told you to go on there, go ahead and delete that. Go ahead and delete that. If the Lord himself, if the Lord himself told you, you know, go ahead. The Holy Spirit told you, hey, sis, go ahead and delete this. Or was it by yourself because you were feeling alone? And you're like, man, God, I've been single. When am I going to meet somebody? Man, God, I haven't met anybody. How am I going to meet somebody? How, excuse me, since when did you become God and become the creator and the author of your life? Dimevin. Hmm? When did you become the creator and author of your own life that you are knowing what's going to happen tomorrow and the day after that? Like you can plan for these things, but let me tell you who has the biggest plan for your life. Let me tell you, let me, let me tell you about your father in heaven. God don't play about his daughters. Okay. Especially when you're seeking him with your whole heart, especially when you're expecting him to move, especially when you're saying, God, I'm going to delete all these apps. I'm going to stay focused on you. I'm going to go where you're sending me. And that is that period. Tell me he's not going to show up for you. Can you trust him? Tell me you're not going to lock arms with him and trust him. Yesterday, let me tell you, at this event, they literally prayed. They said, we want to pray for business owners, leaders in the market of Tampa. And my friend and I literally, she is a single mom with two kids and me, a single mom with two kids. And we literally looked at each other. We looked at the, at, you know, at this, at the pastor speaking and we, he was like, raise your hand. So we literally both raised our hands and then we locked arm and I'm telling you, Lord, wow. I'm telling you, we locked arm and it was like, Jesus was like literally in the middle, locking arms with us, locking hands, hand in hand. We locked hand in hand with each other and said, God, we're trusting you. What does that look like? Scary. What does that look like? Unknown. What does that look like? Sometimes like a hot mess. But it's going where God is sending you. Can you expect that he's going to move? Can you expect that if he called you to that business, if he called you to this family, if he called you to this ministry, if he called you to that city, that nation, wherever it is that you are, that new job, can you trust him? 
when it gets messy? Can you trust him when you feel like you don't hear him? Can you trust him when the math ain't math? And can you trust him? Can you expect that God is going to show up for you on your behalf? One last verse that I want to read to you guys is Psalm 68, 19. Again, this is from the Passion Translation. And it says, what a glorious God. He gives us salvation over and over. The daily he carries our burdens. Pause in his presence. Pause in his presence. God literally takes our burdens each and every single day. Each and every single day. He gives us salvation over and over, over and over. The daily he carries our burdens. What a glorious God. Since that what you woke up with today, if you're feeling sick, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling overwhelmed, under pressure, over pressure, whatever it is that you were feeling, can you pause in his presence and say, God, I trust you. God, I trust you. Take this. I'm not going to carry it because my name is not God. My name is Madeline and I can only carry this Lord. My hands are not that big. But I trust you. My account isn't that big, but yours is. God, yours is. And yours says, according to your riches and glory, not to Maddie's bank account. Not to Samantha's bank account. Not to... Adam's bank account. Not to Jessica's bank account. Not to Sabrina's bank account. But to the Lord's. Can you trust the Lord? Can you believe that he literally carries your burdens? Can you pause in his presence and say... I trust you. I trust you, God. What are you expecting God to move in? And how are you waiting while you expect him to move? I get it. Like, I I, 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 I get it. I've been there. Some days have not been my greatest days. And I am not ashamed to say, man, some days I've wanted to be completely alone, unbothered. And God still gave me grace. And I say that to extend grace for you when you're feeling and you're checking yourself right now. As I've been speaking, like, man, I haven't been kind. I have been mean. I have been like, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace and go to the Lord and say, man, God, I was not so kind during that situation. If I missed it, God, please give me another opportunity. Give me another chance. I want you to use me the way that you want to use me, Lord. I'm expecting for you to move in my life, not because I want to just have all these things for myself, God, but I want to just be able to do here on earth as it is in heaven, right? I want to be able to help my sister in need, help my brother in need, whatever it is, God, use me. 
Can you be expected? Can you trust him? Can you change your posture? Just like we talked about uh, when in the spiritual warfare podcast, standing your ground, standing your ground when the obstacle course seems so big, standing your ground when that mountain feels like it's never ending, standing your ground when you're in this wilderness season and you're just like, which way do I go? Because Everything, one good thing happens, 10 bad things happen. You know, I think I have it figured out and it's not figured out. Can you stand your ground and say, God, I trust you. Can you stand your ground as the daughter of the king? Can you stand your ground and say, no, Satan, no. I trust you, God. That prayer, he's heard it. He hears, he hears the prayers. He hears, he's listening to them. Can you trust him? Can you tell Satan, shut up and get away from me? I know my father heard my prayers and I know he will deliver them when it's time. Just like I've talked about this before, just like Amazon Prime. Our life is not Amazon Prime, just like there's a process. Think about it like this. God receive you place the order online. God receives the order, right? He's packing it up, you know, has to go through processing. It has to go through all these things, sends it to, to, to the UPS store. Then it gets shipped out. Then it gets fla- flown over and then it comes to your doorstep. Can you like, just believe like your prayer is going to, it's on its way. It's in transit. Can you believe that? Can you trust that? Say, God, listen, I already prayed that prayer. So you place that order, right? Like this is the only analogy. This is how the Holy Spirit's literally breaking it down to me. Like you place that order. You, you prayed that prayer. You send it to heaven. It's like when you place an order, you send it to wherever it is. Can you believe and trust that, that, that who you purchase that thing from they're going to send you the product right can you believe and trust that God's going to send you that blessing send that prayer send that miracle can you trust that and get out of his way you can't you can't fly to California and pick up your merchandise like you can't you can't do that you have to wait you have to wait and in your waiting Question, when you place an order, are you literally waiting at home by the door? No, you're going about your day. You're going to work, you're going to sleep, you're, you're waking up. Maybe you'll check your phone a few times and see, hey, it's, is it here? Did it, did it get delivered? But you're going about your day. You keep on going, right? So keep on believing, keep on going, keep on living your life. Don't let these prayers that you prayed and they haven't happened and that miracle hasn't happened in your way and your finances don't look right. So now you're stuck at home. Girl, you can go to the park. You can walk around with your kids. You can go to the mall. The mall is free. I mean, just don't buy anything, but you can still go get out. Look for free events around where you live. There's things to do. Can you trust that he's going to show up while you're waiting? Can you, for, for, for that delivery, can you just trust him? Can you go about your day and say, God, I trust you. 
It's on its way. It's in transit. It's on its way. The blessing, the miracle, the promise, it's on its way. It's on its way. Be expected that it's on its way. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also see my two beautiful little boys. Follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore. Also follow me on LASCM.podcast on IG as well. Thank you guys. Stay blessed.